Welcome to the Demand More podcast. My name is Sam and I truly believe that everyone can take ownership of their mind, body and life so that they can live with more power, purpose and presence. I help career-driven men torch 15 pounds plus of body fat and keep it off without impacting their work, social life or family. Hello, Sam here from Demand More. And I am absolutely incredibly excited for this podcast because I don't often talk about my goals. Now, sometimes I do on my stories on social media a little bit, you know, maybe put up some gym sessions, that sort of thing, but nothing huge. And it's something that I know when I watch people on social media, I kind of, it's, you know, a little bit relatable. You can, you can get inspired by it. You can get excited. You know, you can see people smashing awesome stuff. So I thought I'd kind of talk a little bit about my goals and you know there's a lot to talk about I guess in in a sense but um, there's different areas you know and I always feel like we have to have goals in a lot of different areas of our life you know we might have an overarching purpose an overarching vision in our life which kind of dictates the way that we do everything and if you don't have that like don't worry I think it's something that you've got to do a lot of thinking over a lot of time about you know and it's one of the reasons that I am you know one of my big, big whys of doing anything in life is to, you know, I want to lead people to or inspire people to take ownership of their life and, you know, so that they can then inspire and lead others to do the same. So I'm, you know, I think that's threefold in the sense of we've got mind, body and spirit as well. And so I am have goals in different areas, of course. And I want to go through some of them today because I think, like I said, it is important for you guys to understand that, you know, I have goals as well. Everything that I talk about in these podcasts on social media with clients, I do myself. Like I would not do anything that intentionally anyway, I would not do stuff that I would tell clients that I wouldn't do myself. And sometimes it's slightly different. For example, you know, I've got a lot more experience in certain areas than clients do. So I know that I can get away with certain stuff not get away with it in that way, but I've got, say, for example, an easy example is like food tracking. So while I might tell a client to track in a certain situation, such as going out for a meal, I know I can do that in my head and still calculate it all, you know, because I've had a lot of experience of tracking in the past. I know a lot of calories that's in food just through literal experience and time tracking. Um, So, you know, but however, sometimes if I have like a super solid goal, then I would. Now, I've kind of just decided, so I went to South Africa in sort of the end of January, came back the early early Feb, and since then I kind of was trying to do a bit of fat loss, and so far I've lost about six kilos, which, you know, is pretty awesome, and the reason why was just because I felt like I was a little bit comfortable, and I'd come up with the concept of demand more, and I kind of wanted to demand more from my body. Now, you know, I was I was in okay shape, and there was nothing wrong with the way I looked, you know, I felt okay myself. But with my other goals, you'll see, it kind of didn't really correlate, you know, I needed to kind of get in better shape in the sense of like leaner, okay, because it's going to help my running, which I'll go through in a second, and other stuff in my life as well. And you know, if I want my clients to demand more, then I also have to do that myself. And so that was kind of one of the big main drivers for (laughs) doing it as well. Um, you know, and challenging myself because, again, like I said, got got a bit comfortable and just, you know, was happy maintaining where I was at. 
and it was just like you know if I if I wanted to put a bit of strength on or a bit of muscle on you know I'd then gain a bit of body fat which is pretty which is very natural when you do that but then I'd be like oh you know I'm, I'm getting too too fat uh, so then I'd slim down a bit and then I'd be like oh no I'm getting too skinny so I just decided that this was just one goal that I'm going to go after now over the last so that was I lost about five kilos in 10 weeks and since the last sort of probably four I've only lost about another kilo which is fine because I've had I've been ill twice uh, I had a lot of stress had a you know a lot of things going on in life that have have led me to just you know only being able to push a week here and there and look that's fine that's part of the journey that's a normal part of the process people think that we should just be like continually losing weight week after week after week and now Look, I think that I, I could I have pushed more in hindsight, not when I'm ill, but other times probably, yeah. But I've got to make a decision where, you know, the leaner you get, the kind of harder, it doesn't become harder to lose weight. That's not what I was going to say, but harder to kind of get the results while still maintain other things as well. Um, because you sort of at fine margins rather than being like, you know, you can have way more flexibility. So you know, I've lost about six kilos so far. And I've re- I've just realized that, you know, I kind of think I just need another or I need two weeks of proper maintenance where before what I was doing, when I said I've maintained, I was I was being, you know, in the process Monday to Friday, and a bit more flexible at the weekend, because I've had events on as well. I've had birthdays, I've had camping, you know, and stuff like that. So being a little bit more flexible. But that's okay, because I'm not in a rush to get to where I need to go. You know, and that's something that I really promote because then it's sustainable, you know. I'd much rather maintain my weight for four weeks after having 10 weeks of great, you know, success and then start again feeling absolutely energized, feeling on top of the world because I've maintained than keep pushing, get burnt out, get ill and go completely the opposite way again. So we need it to be sustainable. And part of that is learning how to manage all this as part of a normal, healthy and active lifestyle, right? A new identity as a person. Now, you know, that's happened for me over a lot of years. But for me, getting down, you know, I still want to push for more. But I've decided that, you know, through the rest of May, I think what really is going to be beneficial for me is just to maintain where I'm at. There's still a lot of stress going on in my life. There's still things that I need to work out, figure out. And sometimes it's okay to pull back, you know? Like, of course I want to demand more, but sometimes demanding more is understanding that you have to rest and recover too. If I keep pushing and pushing and pushing, which is not what demand more is about, then I'm going to burn out, right? Again, and that's probably why I was ill a couple of weeks ago, right? Because I burnt out. And so it's kind of just understanding that Rest and recovery is just as important as pushing, you know? In fact, actually, I would argue now my, my views are changing this is more important because, you know, we can only push when we rest and recovered properly, right? When we have the energy to do it, when we have the mental capacity to do it, when we feel good in ourselves, that's when we push the most, that's when we do the best work, that's when we're the most loving to people, the most compassionate to people, that's when we... um you know, are able to have the energy to do the things that our family asks us or friends ask us or, you know, that sort of thing. So it's really important that we're also managing this as part of a demand more lifestyle, not just a push more. It's not a push more lifestyle. It's just that you demand more. And whether that is you're pushing, whether that is you're demanding more from your recovery, like this is how you demand more. And so that's for me now, I'm demanding more from my recovery and rest because I'm now building up a lot of um, 
you know, work a lot of uh, volume in my training now. Like um, I had a bit of a rest week, not a rest week, but a deload week last week, but my deload still consisted of like one hour run. So that's kind of getting up to that point now of, you know, it is, there's a lot of, um, a lot of volume in there now. So again, rest and recovery becomes even more important during the process. And, you know, otherwise, again, I'm going to burn out. What you have to realize is that the body sees stress in one way. It just doesn't matter whether it's physical or mental. It sees it all in one way. And so a calorie deficit is stress. Exercise is stress. And, you know, while the, you know, these are kind of, to me, good stresses, you know, these are good things that obviously are going to lead to better things down the road. Sometimes we do need to manage it as an overall lifestyle because if your stress is going up, you know, and then you don't lose weight or you don't get fat loss or you don't hit the gym or whatever, like it's managing those expectations week by week because, you know, I haven't done that really, if I'm honest. And I guess like I was like, I should keep pushing, should keep pushing. And now, like if I just have two weeks of maintenance, I can then push all the way through June. I don't really have many, many things on um, in June. So what I can do is I can just push uh, throughout June, which means that that's four weeks. That's probably another two kilos lost. And that's probably where I want to be at the end goal. So by taking two weeks out, I know that I'll probably be able to push a little bit more going two weeks. Now, when I say two weeks out, what I mean is maintaining. This doesn't mean that I'm going to just go and eat crap all the time. All I'm going to do is eat the same as what I was, but just a little bit more and probably mostly on a weekend rather than during the week. So again, it's just being a little bit more flexible with what I'm doing rather than being a little bit more rigid, which I have been. So my other goal as well, and this is one of the reasons why the maintenance has kind of come about is because I am training for ultra marathons. And if you don't know what an ultra marathon is, it's basically anything over a marathon distance. And I did one a couple of years ago. I really enjoyed the training. I really enjoyed the race uh, in retrospect. Maybe it's not so much at the time, but you know, it's a real big challenge. And I think that like without challenge, there is no growth, right? There is nothing. There's We don't get that. And whether that's you set yourself a challenge or whether that's a challenging time in your life, the most growth that I've had in my entire life is through challenges, through, you know, I talked about last week about everything with my dad, you know, that's one of the biggest times I've grown in as a person. And from that, still growing from that experience right now, like, and making decisions based on that thing including the demand more like this is this is one of the big big reasons why it all came about because of my dad and everything that happened to him so understanding that you know I, it's it's about well my my ultra marathon is about challenging myself and it is a big challenge because you know i think a lot of people may look at my training and stuff like that and think oh you know it's all right for him and I, the reason why i know that is because that's exactly what i used to do to people right but yeah, I didn't run. Like, I never, I hated running. At school, I ran, I probably came in the last three of cross-country every single time, and it was like a mile and a half or something like that, which is not a long distance, like, now. And it kind of all started, really, I would say, I did a couple of, like, those um, obstacle events, you know, like, Tough Mudder, that sort of thing, very badly. I remember doing one that was 10K, and uh, I had done no training for it, and just um, ended up in the car on the way home, absolutely couldn't move. <laughs> but after that, I decided, I said, you know what? I'm going to challenge myself. And it was like, I'm going to do one mile on the treadmill. And that was a big challenge for me at the time, like genuinely. And I was like at the slowest, probably 
part you could run on. I think it was like on eight uh, kilometers or whatever it was an hour. And yeah, I was I did it and I felt super proud of myself. And so, you know, the next week I did it again, I think. I did another mile or I was maybe a little bit over a mile. And that's literally how it started. And then when my dad died, we he wanted to actually, at the time, he wanted to do the Great North Run the, pre, the next year. So um, we all did it as a, like, well, me, my sister, uh, my wife, uh, my mate all did it. And we we ran the Great North Run. Now, half marathon's big, right? And bear in mind, I had pretty much only done a couple of runs, you know, 5K here and there. So then I trained for that, you know, and really enjoyed it, actually. Um, and since then, like, just started to enjoy running. And the reason why I keep doing it is because I just enjoy it. I'm not trying to push for faster times. I'm not trying to push to get better. Now, I have got faster naturally. I think that's a mixture between my training and I've lost weight. Um, so, you know, that is kind of happening. And now I'm seeing those effects. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool, actually. Maybe I could do it faster, you know. And, of course, like, I do want to get better. But it's not, I don't have, like, a desire to be like, I need to go under three-hour marathon, you know, and stuff like that, because I it, that's a challenge, of course, in itself, and, you know, they're each to their own, and people will enjoy different different challenges, but for me, that's not why I started running. I started running because I enjoyed it. Now, I enjoy trail running, and so when once I did the Great North Run, I tried to keep it running for a bit, but it was a bit hit and miss, you know, a bit like, you know, I'd do it for a couple of weeks and I'd stop or I'd do one a week and, you know, it just kind of was a bit hit and miss because I wasn't enjoying it. I wasn't enjoying road marathon running. So when I got into trail running a little bit and started like running on grass and on, on path, like trail paths and stuff like that, I was like, oh, this is good. This is good because it's a bit different. Like it's different scenery. Like I've got to look at the map to see where I'm going and there was a load of different factors in that. So that's why I got kind of and thought, oh, well, Notre Marathon's quite a cool thing. You know, I'll do 50, 50 kilometers, which is what it was that I did last time. And so that's where it's kind of stemmed from. And now that I enjoy it so much, like I want to do more because, again, it is a bit of a challenge. And, uh, well, it is a very, very much, I say, a bit of a challenge that's underplaying it. It's a massive challenge, you know. But, again, one of the big things in this, and I find it really easy in training for something like this because I get really process-focused. I'm like, okay, what what workouts have I got to do this week? And I just go do those workouts. And by the end of it, I'm like, I've done an ultramarathon. Whereas quite often, you know, especially when I am helping clients in their their weight loss or, you know, their fat loss, their muscle building, getting stronger, demanding more from their life, I see that they get so focused on the outcome that they end up not doing the processes, right? And they get so stressed that they're not there because they want it here and now. And I've actually done that a lot in business as well, you know, I want it here and now. So I get stressed about not being there and we always start to focus on the outcome instead of the process, right? Instead of just doing the stuff day in, day out that you need to do. So yeah, that's why I, you know, I'm definitely process focused in this and it's it's a lot easier for me in this for some reason. I think we can have, like say confidence, for example. I know I've seen a lot of guys that I, I talk to, they've got confidence in their work. Could they have more? Like I I definitely agree that they could and that comes down to working on the body and the mind but they can have confidence in certain areas for example but not in others such as wearing a nice shirt you know to go out in or that sort of thing and so I you know again this is me I'm, I'm process focused in this and I just again something that I'm aware of is that I need to bring it to other areas of my life but 
that's my goals with regards to the body in the um you know ultra marathons and fat loss a little bit more uh, at the moment with regards to the mind the mind is i think you can definitely have goals you know but i think it's an ongoing process where you can't just necessarily set a goal unless you know i don't know you maybe is doing a puzzle i don't know um but you, you can't really set a goal it's an ongoing process and i just want to always like be be developing you know that's something that i want to do i always want to be developing and something that i actually came to my mind the other day was that i you know we we can know think we know about something a lot you know it could be maybe whatever you do for work it could be um you know, a, a topic that you're good at at the quiz or general knowledge. And we can always think we know a lot about a certain subject, but there's never, you can always learn more. Like we will never be a master at anything um, because it's just not possible. There's always more to learn. And I think it's naive to think that you know everything and do, because there's a difference between knowing and doing as well. And so, you know, there's there's more I can learn with regards to self-development. Of course there is. There's tons of more. There's stuff that I need to apply. And I think right now I'm going through the application phase of stuff. Like, you know, this is the stuff that I really need to apply to my own life. I've got a lot of knowledge, you know. I've read a lot of books and I'm really conscious now of the books that I'm reading because it's so easy to just keep reading and reading and reading and not applying any of the stuff. So application is really, really important. And implementing into your life is super important to with the mind especially, you know, doing this. And, and and I think with with the mind, if you're kind of wondering where to start with it or, or stuff like that, is the first thing is always awareness. Like, if you're not aware, which I still catch myself now, I'm not aware of certain things, Um, it, it, there's no, you're not going to be able to do anything. Like, if there's things that you're doing unconsciously or subconsciously, you're not going to be aware of it. It's as simple as that. Like, it's a subconscious thing. Like, the reason why we have these patterns and these these habits and these things that we do is because it's easier, right? The body wants to streamline everything or the brain wants to streamline everything. So it, you know, it processes so much information every single second that it needs this to, to not overload effectively. So yeah, I think um, with the mind, you've got to be aware. And then of course it's okay. So how can I change this? And one thing that I really working on at the minute, which I maybe go in a different go around in a different podcast, but um, it's called Letting Go. It's basically a book uh, written by David Hawkins, and it's a book that I've now read four times. And yeah, it just really really speaks to me. It's it's amazing. It's about it's great to learn. It's great to unpack things and understand why you know the maybe the why behind what you're doing. Um, for example, you know, why do you self-sabotage that sort of thing, but that's not going to overall change anything necessarily, right? In certain circumstances, it might, but actually being able to let go of that is important. And again, like I said, I might go through that in a different podcast because, uh, I'm pretty much at the end of this one. So anyway, then that's my goals kind of really in, in a nutshell. Now there is more. And I think that one of my old mentors, Paul Mort, used to go through, he had five different areas and, you know, it was stuff like fitness, um, focus, which he, which was kind of like more of a mindset thing. He had like finances, he had like, um, fun as well. So experiences, like what experiences do you want to do? What goals are they in those, you know, and that sort of thing. And yeah, I think it's really important to set different goals in different areas of life. So you don't just get stuck one-minded. A lot of guys I speak to are one-minded in their, in their, work they've got the goals they've got the priorities they know their to-do lists and all that sort of stuff but in all the rest of their life it's kind of a bit of a mess 
in the nicest possible way. And so they need that uh, plan and strategy with their health, with their bodies, with their minds, with their lifestyles, so that they can, you know, demand more from life and live with more power, purpose, and presence. Because it's so, so powerful just to start on the body, you know, working on that, eating incredible nutrition, you know, training with direction and purpose, then working on the mind and being able to handle stress and emotions on a deeper, deeper level. Because that leads you to having more energy, more confidence, you know, more life, you know, being better for the people that are closest to you and being that role model that and leader that you potentially are in work and want to be in in other areas of your life. But again, it starts with taking action, you know, it starts with doing it, it starts with actually doing it and demanding more from your life in, in every single area and not just doing it for a couple of weeks and then sacking it off because you can't be asked or there's something going on in your life. Like there is no excuses. I'll be, I'll be honest, but you can manage it on a better level. Like I, w- I talked about earlier with my goals in fat loss, you can manage it better, but it doesn't mean I've stopped everything else just because I'm going through a stressful time. Just, you know, I, I can, I'm still getting movement in. I'm still training every single, well, five days a week. I'm still drinking my water. I'm still eating well, you know, nothing changes apart from I can just eat a little bit more. So anyway, I hope you find this useful and I'd love to hear about your goals as well. What goals are you currently working towards? It'd be amazing. Just drop me a message on social media. The links are in the description of this podcast and really appreciate you all listening to this. uh, If you listen to the end, if you would love to share it, I would love you to share it uh, or like it or follow if you found this useful. But yeah, really share your goals because I love hearing from other people and just seeing uh, what they kind of, what their goals are as well because it really, um, you know, I really enjoy that sort of thing. So yeah, appreciate you all listening and speak soon.